just thinking about uh, <clears throat> how people can kind of overcome addiction by sort of transposing that feeling you get from not only the, the, the high of the drug, but the ritual of actually getting it because it in itself becomes a whole process and it's not just when you're using it's the making the call it's the getting the money it's when the guy pulls up it's when the guy pulls off it's when you go in the house it's when you find your spot it's it becomes a whole dance it becomes almost uh well it does become ritualistic even at the time of day and people think oh you you know when you you become addicted to anything you know, you can be categorized as a junkie. A person addicted to crack is no more, any less of a junkie than somebody uh, that's addicted to shopping. As long as you're chasing that dragon, you're a junkie. So I think maybe one element that can be brought to our brothers and sisters that may be in the streets, that may be doing things that are destructive, maybe one thing for them to think about is that it's, it's not the crime to those that is not the crime to those that have a conscience to those that got a soul left to those that maybe want to get out of that life maybe one thing that will help and one thing that helped me in making my overall not transformation but awakening was trying to find something positive or clean that gave me that same sort of high that I got not from using the drug, but from the whole ritual because it became sort of, uh, oh, it's, it, it was almost Pavlovian, even the time of day. So I even have the, you know, Pavlovian response to the time of day when, when, when certain people would come and go, I would see a certain neighbor who would come down a certain time. So people think of addiction in 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 such a in such a uh, singular way sometimes and just say oh you're just a junkie and see you as that you know to those that to those that really know you see you as more than that but i'm just talking about in the way that we think about addiction and, and even mental health um because we think of the mentally ill as oh you're just this and you're just that just understand that there are layers to a person so there can be layers to your recovery as well so Find that thing legally that gives you the same rush. And it can, and the, here's the thing about that. There's, there's really, you have to, it forces you to leave that neighborhood. Leave it. Trust me. Leave it for a while. See the world. Travel. Even if it's just in your region. I'm not saying you have to go to across the world. It can be a town, a, a, a state over. Start there. See around, be around different cultures. Give yourself that time. Give yourself that year, young man, to see that. And then come back and see if you haven't found that thing that gives you this same rushes that, that pulling that trigger gave you without you having to hurt somebody or hurt yourself. The, be, the best part, now here's the part that certain people don't want you to hear, is that apply it to something that you can make money with clean money, good money with to give you the same rush. See, that's one thing that I've learned. I've yet to maximize it, but I'm seeing its potential. So if you see that at 8, 9, 10, 
if that, you know, find the, find some element, and don't take this so literally, but if you want to, hey, that's up to you. But find that thing that you wanted to do, that find that game you played, when, you know, when you was a little boy. You know, if it was, if this was, you know, you want to be a fireman. You know, you may not literally want to be a fireman, but find something that maybe you can come up with, or a toy you come up with that you can actually design and make and implement. Find some element to get involved with, with maybe fire suppression or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You can still touch your dream, you know, just reach for that. Think about things like that. So you get that same rush, you get that same high, you get that same thrill, but not only is it positive and beneficial is making you money then you can feed that back into community it's a win-win situation but see certain people don't want you to know that and i'm talking about white people (coughs) excuse me because not all white people are like that not all white people are fucked up because most of them that i've encountered in my life have been damn good to me damn good to me you know who's been my biggest problem me I thought I was going to say us. <laughs> Me. Because those same elements of white people that would have been prisoners to me, I would have encountered the same in black people. I can't worry about that. See, when I left Memphis, I started, I had to get out of there because all I was hearing from everybody, even people I respected, was about the white man. I'm like, that can't be our problem because if we keep being bit, bit by the same dog every day, we just stupid. We doomed. I said, now, nah, let me get out this cage for a while. You know what I'm saying? So I moved to Dallas for various reasons. You know what I'm saying? God meant for me to be here. In four years, this 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 city helped me get from somebody. You know, when I left Memphis, I left, you know, fresh out of the divorce, torn, broken, still addicted. All I left there with was uh, in my car with my two boys, what I could fit in my trunk, at $1,100. That's it. Came here in four years. I still, I'm still climbing now, but I've got to do some amazing things and touch some things, parts of myself, in 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 terms of uh, every dream I ever wanted, everything I ever wanted to do, just on a base level, and it's been. You know what I'm saying? And in that, I found opportunities where I can enrich myself economically. And give back even on this level. And it's exhilarating. And I'm trying to find ways to feed everybody. And I'm getting that same three I got when I was in them streets doing shit I had no business doing. You know? So, we can use that to help heal our mental health issues. That's part of mental health. And I know everybody like, man, mental health is this, mental health is that. This mean you're crazy. It's not what they mean. And, you know, it's, and this is going to really help with recidivism. This is something that's going to help enrich our relationship with our sons. Enrich us. Once it enriches us, once it heals us, imagine what this going to do for our relationships. Where our women don't have to carry the burden of being the leaders and the men of the household. Where men can have a sense of self-worth again. We ain't got to sit around and, and talk about that real shit and hood shit. And I'm real and uh, you stand on this and stand on that and all that. We, and that way we, we don't have to have our women keep emasculating us. 
and making us feel like we had to be out at old stupid shit and waste time and divert resources and 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 sit up here and and you know feminize our boys and 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 and, and that didn't me have anything to do with LBGTQ had nothing to do with that nothing to do with that but y'all know what I'm talking about we we got we got folks that, I, I, we got folks I got folks a generation ahead of me acting a goddamn fool and wonder why our kids dying. Because we don't address mental health. We got, see, what we need to do, see, now that our elders are messing up, our so-called elders, so many of them have fallen off clearly, we need to help our, uh, oh, that's interesting. Oh, excuse me, that that's happened live. So my friend just sent me some masculine women with effeminate men. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that timely? Thank you, Curtis. They just literally popped up on my screen right now. No cap. Got to stop doing that. But what's more urgent is that we got to get mental health for, for our, our, our brothers and sisters that are incarcerated and the conditions that they're living up under. See, we can't forget about them. See, nobody talks about them. I'm involved in that movement. And they feel so. We we we. we when 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 I'm, we feel so tucked away and ignored. It's ridiculous. We feel like the little nappy-headed cousin in the corner. Don't get no support. Everybody like yeah yeah. yeah black fist all that shit. But where y'all at? We got brothers and sisters getting getting killed in prison all the, the the corruption and the living conditions and then when they, you wonder why when they come back out in the street they keep going back to jail and then you don't want to blame them and yet yeah they they are, have to be accountable for their actions that's very true and we're not saying that you know but when they come out what are you releasing? You expect somebody to live in, 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 in under those conditions with limited resources, all right, with not address their mental health at all, then release them with no transitional care. No way. It, it, look at it this way. You know how hard it is for that loved one that you know that's been in the system. Regardless of how they got in there, they they back out now to get back on their feet. Yeah, you do have your success stories, but you know what they had to go through to do it. You know about this stigma that follows them. It's traumatic. It's traumatic. Now, I myself have never been arrested, never been incarcerated. But I have close loved ones, my, my, my father, other ones that have been. And I saw the struggles they had to go through, you know, when they came out. And the resources were not there. You know? And in some cases, it led to reincarceration. 
And it's, it's like they were given the stumbling block for a mistake that they can never get over. And it was sad to watch. And there were points in my life where I was around several people like that that I consider friends at the time. And I saw the struggles they went through. I saw how it affected their mental health. And how it pretty much, you know, stunted their progression. If not, it caused a regression. There was more of a dependency on a woman. Which meant more emasculinization. Which aided more the bravado and the bullshit. Which continued with the reincarceration. It was it became a vicious cycle. So this is session two, which of course comes after session one, and I'm gonna end it there. So I like to keep these short about maybe wow, this is a long one, thirteen minutes. So I'm gonna end it there and this is just a little experiment, so Provide feedback in the comments below. Thank you. And also, please donate via Cash App at, you know, little dollar sign thingy at, well, not at, dollar sign thingy, Meta Association. Thank you.